I'll just be in the background randomly popping. <laughs> Is this thing on? So welcome back to The Voice Podcast, a podcast for students by students. I'm Emily. I'm Tiffany. I'm Amanda. And today we're talking about the first day of uh, classes. So yeah, welcome to St. Lawrence. It can be daunting, but we're going to discuss some services today that can really help out throughout that. So let's get into it. Yes. All right. So everyone loves discounts and it comes in really handy when you're trying to budget for school. So your student IDs will actually get you lots of discounts at different places. Uh, Loblaws and Metro is a couple of them if you're looking for food. You can also get discounts at places like Kate Spade and Talese. And there's a ton of other ones as well. There's a full list. I believe it's on the website if you go on and you can find all of the discounts that your student idea will get you and you can save lots of money for other things. Yeah, I find Talee's is like, I like Talee's better than Value Village. I find like, it's a lot more organized. Yeah, and I feel like it's like higher quality stuff instead of like grandma-esque, but like if you were grandma-esque clothes like Rocket, no offense to that at all. Um, but I feel like there's just like, you can find like some really expensive stuff there that's for cheap. Mm. totally and then with the discount on top of how cheap stuff already is at Talese that mm -hmm. just rocks oh yeah you can get like student budget friendly like that's like I know a bunch of friends that go there and will ask to go there because they're like I got a 10% coupon because you get a 10% coupon for just dropping off stuff that you don't need anymore so like get some discounts that's pretty that's pretty amazing save some money Loblaws is really good too because if you are in residence this year like your program is returning to campus it's right near the campus and I believe there's a bus that goes directly from the campus to Loblaws mm -hmm. so it's definitely a convenience for you to be able to use your student discount on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah and plus Loblaws like I find Loblaws is good because you can literally get like cutlery if you need to. <laughs> It's like a one-stop shop. Like, get some clothes. You're running out of underwear? Grab some underwear. Like, it's like a whole circle what you need to live. Yeah. And then, of course, they've got, like, all the classes and stuff. You can go to, like, cooking classes and stuff. I mean, I don't know right now, but normally they have cooking classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did one when I was a kid. I totally wiped out on the water puddle that was in front of the sink, even though there was a um, hazard sign. I've tripped over those so many times, it's not even funny. Oh my god. Like, and I was excited because I was like, I get to wash my hands and I get to eat my pizza I made and completely wiped out. Oh. And I think, I'm pretty sure I hit the hazard sign as I wiped out. So it's just a little <laughs> ode to it. Well, they can't say they didn't warn you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't even know what, I was wearing shoes, like they should have been grippy. They were kid's shoes, like. Oh, it still haunts me to this day. Like, I can just relive that moment. Oh, it's terrifying. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I completely understand. It, we got to talk about discounts. I mean, discounts outweigh my, uh, my childhood traumas of falling. Um, <laughs> but speaking of, like, cooking and stuff, uh, the SA actually has clubs as well. And anyone can create a club. So if there is on the list of clubs that you have you don't necessarily have to use it. You could literally create a cooking club where you could just get everyone on Zoom and cook and discuss different recipes and stuff, which I think is really cool. So you don't have to go to Loblaws and wipe out. 
you can just stay in the comfort of your own kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, there's a club for uh, people who really love the environment called Footprint. Uh, and then there's one, the SLC Alliance, which just kind of helps everyone in the community. And if you don't see one, you can fill out a form on the SA's website. So you can really create a form out of anything. I think there's a gaming one coming up for all the nerds out there. Um, yeah. And I think like we're trying to get some program specific ones. So if you're a music lover, I'm pretty sure it's actually a music club that you can join and discuss things. Cause I think we have some music lovers in this podcast. Yeah, I think you've got the two musical yeah. podcast hosts on with you right now. <laughs> you do. And yeah, the thing that's really great about clubs is that even though we can't really be on campus together, you still can meet people and you can still find people with common interests mm -hmm. and, you know, meet each other from the comfort of your own home, which is awesome because that's all part of the college experience, right? The welcome to SLC doesn't mean a whole lot if you don't have people to, to share it with. Exactly. And so being able to meet new people, I think is so much fun. So hundred percent encourage you. If you can't find a club that exists already that you want to join, make one because I guarantee there's at least a few people out there that want to join your club. Oh yeah. And especially with first year, you know, you're going into things, maybe you don't necessarily know people. This is an easy way to get in with people that, and that have the same interest and who knows, maybe create some lifelong friends while you're here at college that you talk to after you graduate. Sure. And you can always keep it going after college too, kind of like do a get together reunion kind of thing as well. Oh yeah. It doesn't have to just be college based. You can just, you can get together whenever. I mean, provided people aren't working stuff and, and you know, COVID maybe settles down, but yeah. Definitely. Just play video games from work. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Hold on guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I've mentioned on the previous podcast, this is not my first time in college. I'm, this is my second go around actually. Um, but one of my friends from, uh, the first time that I went to college, she and I are still best friends. It's 10 years later. There's like four provinces between us right now. And we still talk all the time, like every, pretty much every day. Oh, that's um, awesome. So that's like cool. you can meet lifelong friends. And that's so proof. I really that's, that's encourage cool. it. I really do. <laughs> and you never know where you're going to meet them either. Like I met some of my friends through playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Classic Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> our our thing was that I always demolished him. <laughs> oh yeah. Do it. Isn't that how it always is though? That one person who's so like ticked off that you're beating them and then you guys happen to have common interests and then you just form a friendship from that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, clubs are a great way too to break out of your shell and, and try something new. So mm -hmm. maybe it's not something that you've tried before, but you've always wanted to try. So um, yeah. we're definitely taking a look at the clubs that are already there and thinking about what you would like to see in a club. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, you know, we've got lots of clubs and you can get lots of things through your student ID, um, but the student association also provides a lot of academic support. Um, they do have a program. Um, if you would like to further your academic education outside of um, the classroom, so you want to go to a virtual conference, you want to do a training program, um, you can actually go to um, the student association, you can fill out um, an academic support form and get financial assistance to help you pay for further enriching your education, which I think is super awesome. 
so, I mean, the student association has so many valuable resources for people. Yeah, and I definitely think like, you know, when you graduate your program, everyone's going to have the same piece of paper or the same uh, certificate and stuff. And I feel like if you do kind of go in on that service, it will definitely set you apart from maybe someone else trying to get into the same job as you. Absolutely. And it's nice to not have to worry so much about, you know, doing the things that you want to do and going to these conferences and not having to worry so much about the cost, mm -hmm. right? Because that's a big factor, especially when you're in college, is the budget, right? You've, oh, got to, yeah. you've got to take care of the budget. And sometimes conferences and higher education above and beyond the classroom don't fit into the budget. And this program really helps students not have to worry so much about that. Oh yeah, and it's it's cool because it doesn't have to necessarily be something that you're doing in your uh, program. If that's something that interests you and stuff, go right ahead. But it could be like a conference on photography because that's a hobby that you have that you want to get more in depth with and learn more techniques and different things like that. And the essays, academic support can definitely help you with that by just getting reimbursed. And another thing that uh, the essay is able to support students with is the food pantry. So all you have to do is contact your program um, student success facilitator and they will connect you with people at the SA who will be able to help you out with that because a lot of times we're thinking about tuition and textbooks and we aren't thinking about um, grocery shopping. So that's another way to take kind of that financial burden off of you and get some extra assistance. As soon as you get out of high school or um, if you're taking a year off or a couple years off and then going to post-secondary, like it's different because post-secondary is something that you have to pay for, whether it's through OSAP or the, your own earnings, or maybe your parents are helping you out a bit, but like it's a, like money's a huge topic when it comes to being a post-secondary student because maybe you have to worry about paying for your phone bill and the textbooks and maybe OSAP didn't give you as much money as you thought you would get. So now you're kind of like trying to budget things through and having the food pantry there and being able to contact your student success facilitator and or I think even the financial aid officer, they'll be able to help you out with that because they understand that that's, it's important to feed yourself because feeding yourself feeds your brain and then it kind of all helps and works uh, in a chain reaction. And I think that that's a really cool thing to have because it kind of helps you to worry less about trying to support yourself while being a student. Mm, even like if you don't have experience budgeting and you think you have a certain amount of money and then something comes up that kind of throws all that off balance. Like that's one last thing that you have to worry about. Okay, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No student should have to choose between paying their rent and feeding themselves. So please, if you're struggling, take advantage of what the Student Association has to offer. You know, don't be embarrassed. I think that there are sometimes a stigma behind food pantries and that kind of thing, but we don't, we don't stigmatize that. We're here to help. If you find that, you know, maybe something unexpected did come up and you just can't quite make the budget stretch to the groceries this month, we'd rather you come and talk to us than starve, right? So um, the Student Association is really here to make sure um, that you have as much success here as you possibly can. And we have these services so that you can reach out. So um, really, we want to make sure that they get used.
Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, I know it's been in the headlines a bunch, but Kingston isn't the most rent friendly for people. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> whether it's renting a bedroom, even like that can be so expensive. So definitely like eating and having food is a basic human right. So at St. Lawrence and Kingston and the Students Association, they understand that Kingston's rent is a little off the charts for what it should be, uh, which is why the food pantry is there. So helping provide that basic human need. And it's a very easy process. And the Student Association is a bunch of students. Like we're all part of the Student Association and we're students, so they know what you're going through. Like it's not someone who is like super strict and doesn't understand. Like we're adaptable. We know we're in like similar situations as well. Yeah, we, we have your back, we have your, your side, and, and we can be, which I think is really cool by having students work in the student association, because they, like, yes, there's those full-time people who work uh, to help provide different services and create different things and events, but it's also really awesome to have students working there, because they have the student side and the student opinion that maybe is seeing issues or other problems that maybe you should bring up to address to be able to help everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think like mostly by f- the first day of school, those are some really great services that you can use and take advantage of and just even know about that you can pass along to your friends. If someone wants to do a conference and they don't have the money necessarily, you can direct them to the academic support fund. Um, but yeah, I think like, I mean, <laughs> okay, this is a really sad story, but um, I don't know, have any of you, well, I know Tiffany, you're technically going to first year for a program, but Amanda, have you had to go up to the fourth floor on the Kingston, Kingston campus? Unfortunately, um, I have. <laughs> those stairs, and oh I, don't even, I don't even, I don't even think like the most fit person who has like the best like heart rate anything could go up those stairs without panting like oh my God. the worst is having to go from a class in the basement to having to go to a class on the fourth floor yeah so I had a class <laughs> on the fourth floor on like I think it was it was my first year and I was like okay I'm gonna go up the stairs a bit early so like I'm not panting in class so I can have my <laughs> chance to catch my breath and I had for some reason it set at a certain time in my head was like when my class was but I showed up like three hours early and I just like I and I didn't even <laughs> I was like why is there people in my class like what's going on and like it took me it probably it sounds stupid but it's the stairs it took me like 20 minutes to realize like what was going on. And then I was like, uh, and I just started firing off different texts to my friends asking if they were like at the school and if they could meet me. So like, I'm not alone. <laughs> and it was just, it was sad, but I was also like, I actually can't believe this just happened to me. Like, what the heck? <laughs> oh my God. We've all done that. Showed up to a class too early or too late. You yeah. Ever up to a class too class, late? Just period. Yeah. I showed up once my first go around uh, Mm -hmm. to my civic literacy class uh, two hours late, just in time to catch somebody else's civic literacy class. And so I just sat there because I was too embarrassed to get Mm -hmm. up and leave. I was like, I'm just going to pretend I belong. (laughs) 
Yeah. Meanwhile, they're like a month ahead of work or like way behind. Like who even knows? Yeah. It was like the second year is like, it was completely different course content. And I was just sitting there like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. your student. I belong here. I belong. Yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh. Um, my class was my first year because what they did was they kept like the core group of people together for all of our classes in the first semester. So like we'd feel more comfortable with each other. The exact opposite happened and like no one would talk in class for I think a good solid month. Oh so every goodness. time, like, the professor would ask a question, it was, like, dead silent, and we're all just, like, looking at each other, and it's, like, okay, who's gonna answer this question, and then um, there was one day we were each working in groups for something in class, and then we all just, like, started one big group discussion, and after that, like, everyone was, like, super good friends with each other. We actually ended up doing a secret Santa at the end of the semester for our little <laughs> core group, and everyone got, like, really cool gifts and oh my gosh uh, it but the first part was really awkward just like do I answer do I let someone else answer like what's going on like the tension in the room like everyone oh just gosh, looking yeah. at each other like I'm not I'm not going you go like I don't, I don't know your name but you go <laughs> I don't have an answer see I have the exact opposite problem to that Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I kind of like to talk a little bit. Uh, (laughs) So usually it's like, Tiffany, shut up and let someone else in this classroom talk. (laughs) Stop talking for five minutes. I'm so sorry. I'm like, am I getting in trouble for engaging too much? Like, what is this? Like a complete opposite to what we're told. I know. I wish my one professor did that to me because in my one class, there was only like, two or three main people who would answer any questions I think it was like accounting or something so every no matter what I was doing whether I was looking right at the professor whether I was like writing in my notebook and almost every time he asked a question he would like look at me and call me you know like sometimes I wouldn't even be like following along I'd be like doing my own thing and I'm like why are you calling on me when there's like 25 other people in the room who are actually paying attention right now (laughs) Yeah. And it's not even like you're doing something that's like bad in a sense. It's like you're just like writing down notes or you're maybe like doodling or something like you're just kind of like, and it's like, oh, now is the time you pick on me. Yeah, there was one time um, we were going through like textbook questions and I'd started working ahead and he asked me to read the question for that like he was working through. And I literally had to take like two minutes to go back and try and figure out which one he was talking about. Just, just like the Jeopardy music going on in the background. Just yeah. like, okay, wait a second. I'll get there. Oh Hang on. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I hate when, like, I, I'm the type of person who will learn better if I just kind of like sit there in the classroom and like I just take down my notes or sometimes I find if I doodle, I'm able to like listen better. Um, but, oh, I hate when teachers, because I'm like, yes, maybe I know the answer, but, like, that's just not how I learn. <laughs> I'd rather just soak up all the information than necessarily, like, ask questions and stuff. If I have a question, I might email you later, like, <laughs> and then the amount of times that I've fallen up the stairs, like, not down, up. Oh, up, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody it's falls down the stairs. No. Mm-mm. Like you, you only fall up. I yeah. took college prep um, at oh, St. Yeah. Lawrence this uh-huh. past, well, 
fall, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't, didn't have to go to all the way to the fourth floor, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but those stairs are still tough. Yeah. Let's be honest. But yeah, the number of times I've like fallen up them, I was so glad that college prep was after hours. So I'm like, oh my God, I would have died of embarrassment if more people had seen this happen on a like a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. When it's like the busy hours when all the classes are changing, you're just like, bump. It, it's worse when you have something in your hands because then like oh, that yeah. goes flying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your backpack, like, over top of your head. Like, oh, yeah. God. It being, like, so extremely heavy, it almost, like, knocks you onto your side. Like, oh, my God. But yet, everyone else has probably had the exact same thing happen to you, but you're like, oh, my God. I can't. I can't be seen. Yeah. Oh. Can I just fade away now, please? Yeah. <laughs> fade from public view. I think everyone's had at least, like, 25,000 of those experiences. It's like, okay, I don't exist right now. Yeah. And you think that like everyone's eyes are on you, but they're not. They're just literally worried about getting to their next class or like getting their pita pit or like get eating their meal. And you're like, they're staring at me when they're not. That's just how your brain works. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. I think that we, I think that we got some good stuff going. I think we got some, some good tips and tricks you know expressed our um embarrassing clumsy sides apparently um and yeah so like welcome to the slc family i just broke this party popper in my hands because that oh and now it's not gonna work because ah! welcome to slc welcome to slc <laughs> That was a lot more than I thought was in this thing. Well, great way to end this podcast. Yeah, I think I should clean this up now uh, before I start sleeping with little pieces of confetti because that will be fun. So yeah, make sure to follow our socials to stay updated on different tips and tricks and probably the replaying of this moment because that was something else. That was on the blooper reel for sure. Yeah and subscribe to our youtube channel and of course follow us yeah on all of our socials to stay updated and we'll see you guys in the next podcast see you next time guys bye Bye.